Hi, everyone. Hey, what's up, Tosh? What's going on, E? Good, man. How you doing today, bro? I'm doing great, brother. I see we got we got Justin in the building. <laughs> what's up, Justin? How y'all doing? I just want to say excuse my attire. I'm I'm in I'm in I'm at work right now. <laughs> okay. Strength and conditioning yeah. coach at Stony Brook right now. So are you good? Run out the room Hi. to hop on here. No, you good, man. This is this is for athletes, man. You see me over here with the hat on backwards, so you good. Don't worry about your appearance, man. Don't worry about it. Yeah, man. Listen, man. Hustle mode doesn't even have a uniform, bro. You grind, however, right? Have to always. <laughs> uh, but glad to have you on, man. If uh, you know, we can give you a quick rundown. Uh, I know this is uh the uh, first time that we're all. We're all, we're all catching up. You know, if you have any questions, feel free to get some clarification now um, and everything. But we, we can give you a quick rundown on, on how, uh, what's the thought process behind this and and what the session will look like. Absolutely, absolutely. You guys have a great thing going on. Like I said, um, just want to say appreciate the opportunity for y'all to even provide at least a listening ear to what um, people mm -hmm. have out here, so. I'm excited. Yeah, thank you. I mean, even more so, um, you know, we're excited for Stony Brook to be our inaugural school. Obviously, Taj, you're working with them um, and you have a great relationship, but even more so more equity for athletes is a lot about, um, like Manny said, really helping student athletes and just entrepreneurs in general kind of get their feet on the ground. I think that so many student athletes specifically like are very entrepreneurial and have all these great ideas, but have absolutely no idea how to act on them, have no idea how to take it that step further. Um, and really what we're doing on the show is just helping those athletes kind of like flush out their ideas and learn what the next steps are like learn how to pitch um, as if you were like on shark tank and kind of figure out like where you're going to go from here so obviously we're excited to have you um, and we would love to hear about your idea um, but more so I think from our understanding uh, we looked a little bit through your page we went through the link tree so we kind of have a like rundown of what the company is um, so if you want to take it from there and kind of give us a background on it Oh, so basically the background, it goes to with me and my brother. And my brother is older than me, seven years older than me. He graduated from Temple University. And so basically what we, what me and my brother wanted to do, we wanted to be able to create a, a big, um, influential, creative hub right there in D.C. Because we know a lot of um, artistic people, they either travel to New York or travel to California to, to get their platform going or to get their career started. And we wanted to just bring that hub right back to D.C., um, just like um, BT, BT once was, and just solidify that area down there and just tell people that, listen, you don't have to go out your way to travel to different states. You can um, be creative. You can you can do everything that you need to do right here at home and collab with other um, artists within the area as well as branching out there and collaborating with people all over the place. So that's pretty much the rundown of where the idea came from. Um, we have right now we have a studio in D.C. located in uh, Mount Rainer. And basically in that studio, we have um, a, a studio for um, podcasts as well as artists. We have um, computers in which we're going to have uh, a lot of uh, kids. And we um, we just got Bangladesh um, to be one of the teachers, but he's going to be um, teaching um, a production. So teach kids how to produce music. Um, we partnered with Bowie State University already. So that's where we're going to get 
um, majority of um, our net worth and, and kids to come in and, you know, start their careers, um, as well as we also have office space. We have fashion designers within the studio. So we pretty much built this studio up. And now we're just trying to find artists to just come and utilize what we have. So that's pretty much what it is so far. Uh, we've been collaborating with other um, teams, uh, a lot of teams out in Philly. So we're pretty much just getting up and rolling, trying to perfect it. That's right. awesome. Hey, Jeff, sorry, Rachel. I just had a quick question just because I'm uh, just out of sheer curiosity. And I have mm -hmm. a two-part question, Justin. Um, number one, I mean, you just graduated in May. So how, you know, as a full-time student athlete, what has your involvement been like, you know, in collaboration with your brother? And now that you graduated and you have a little bit more free time on your hands, what's what is your involvement looking like now moving forward? So while I was at school, my involvement, um, anytime that I was at home, see, my brother was always working 24-7. So anytime I was at home, I was right there along with him, either, either, either I'm sorry, whether that was going to the studio, providing things that we need. Um, I've done internships within the studio. We have a lot of people that work in there. Uh, one of the people that work in there um, is my good man, Ron. And he's pretty much the, uh, the advisor of each office space within that area. And so I had a great time being um, one of his interns. So, and he gave me the uh, opportunity to not only run the building that we were in, but also managed buildings around there. So my involvement, I, I pretty much been right there along my alongside my brother, forming the connections, forming the the um resources that we need. And moving forward, um now that I have more time with my hands, um I now it's time to really put the ideas that we have on paper in display. So we've been working on um, advertisement ideas. We've been working on different type of videos that we want to have done. We've been working on different type of more collaborations that we want to um, be a part of and, and to fine tune. So now what my involvement is, I have more time to go back home and make things happen. Um, my cousin also graduated. Uh, he's one of our photographers. So now the family pretty much has more time to, you know, come back home and just get things that we need to get done. Um, I really wanted to utilize one of my missions and one of our missions as a whole is while I'm in New York, I wanted to utilize my time being in New York. So uh, our next goal is to create a studio right here in New York. And so that's pretty much what the goal is now. So, yeah. That's awesome, man. Thank you for sharing that. I was sorry, Rachel. I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just itching to ask. I'm like, this man was a full-time student athlete, so I know the future's bright. You got all this time on your hands, man. No, that's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was a student athlete not that long ago. Um, I graduated in, in 2018 from Rutgers. Um, yeah, it's a, both of them are full-time jobs. So congrats. And it sounds like you guys are pretty built out and you guys, um, you know, like have a lot of uh, reach as far as it goes in the DC area. I guess what is the ideal end goal? Like, what do you guys see for the future where your mark is really going to be? And like, what is the ideal community that you're going to create? I would say the ideal goal for right now is to um, continue getting more warehouses throughout the DMV area. We want to be able to um, 
create a full wide production. We want to be able to be able to make um, TV shows, movies and things like that. And utilize the artists that come through our incubator and our hub and utilize them to not only put them a part of what we have going on, but to also give them resources for them to be able to, you know, put their brand on display as well. Um, in addition to that, I also another goal that we have is to have it spread um, through different states. We don't want it just to be the DMV thing. The long term goal is to also have our presence in other states in which we could branch out and have other resources through the Be Creative brand. And our next goal is to make an impact within our community. We want to be able to teach um, young kids and not even kids, but you know, young adults, people coming out of high school, people coming out of college, just we want to be able to teach people in our community um, and give them, a, just give them a chance, give them an opportunity. And we also want to have a school. We want to, we want to start a school. So yeah, we, we have a lot of goals, but you know, one, one thing at a time and everything is stepping stone. No, that's awesome. I think, you know, even Manny can speak on it more, just the idea of social entrepreneurship and like the idea that you guys want to give back to your community. You really want to start something in your area and really start helping um, when you say kids, you know, young adults uh, <laughs> grow and actually get established and just, you know, use it as an incubator to actually help all these young artists get established, understand the um, trade and kind of create that network of opportunities for them and also the network of individuals um, for them to be able to explore and kind of grow from there. And that's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's super awesome, man. Uh, and I commend you on that. Uh, you talk about it as if, you know, you're just doing this and, and, and that, but I think, you know, uh, it's, it's bigger than that, man. I think it's amazing that uh, it seems that you've already valued uh, you almost what it takes to create the the uh, type of brand that you're looking to to create and expand, right? I, I like that you talked about the different partnerships that you already have established and have in place. Uh, what what made you think about that early on? That uh, did you feel like you uh, that uh, you already knew that you would ultimately need different perspectives and brands to kind of help you grow? And why is or and why is that important to you? Well, what I would tell people is I feel like me and my brother had a different approach to everything. I feel like a lot of other people with their brands, they they, they focus on themselves first and then try to branch out and create um, connections and collaborations. What we have done, we've pretty much um, created the, co the connections with others and connections with other teams throughout the country. And now it's pretty much now we're just pressing play and just be like, look, this is what we have as well. Um, you guys already know us. You already know um, what we can and what we cannot do. You already know what our end goal is. You already know um, what the future is for us. And now it's just come join the team as well. So I feel like we formed those, connect those connections first because we, we know that we are not going to be able to do everything on our own. There's a lot of people out here that have a lot of ideas, a lot of great ideas that are artists as well. And we're not out here trying to push everybody aside and be like, join our way. We wanted, we, we wanted to, we wanted everybody to know firsthand that, listen, this is something that we have to do together. And it, it's just bigger than one brand. It's just bigger than um, one company ruling everything. It, it's more of a collective group. So that's why we pretty much 
um, decided to branch out and just form our connections first. Yeah, this is awesome, man. I'm, I'm loving everything about this. This is beyond exciting. And um, I know that this is all, like my mind is already racing right now for different people I want to connect you with in D.C. and in New York. That's for sure. So we'll all be in touch. I'm, I'm very sure about that. Um, and I was going to say, I know this has all been a little bit kind of last minute. Izzy just connected us. I think it was last week. So I know you haven't had a whole bunch of time to prep or anything like that. But did you have any questions specifically for us? Um, any Anything on your mind? Anything we can help support with? Um, anything like that? Anything that comes to mind? Um, I do have one question. Um, I talked to my... Because when you when you first sent me when we first connected, I told my brother about this as well. Cause he's busy. He he um just flew out to California. He's working on one of his shows, and he was like, "Wow, what they're doing is great." Because he's a Temple University alum, and he's actually trying to do what what you guys are doing, um right here at Stony Brook. He's trying to um take that to Temple, and so he um he asked me. He was like, uh, "Ask him if." <laughs> if they would need any help or anything like that, if, you know what I'm saying? So he also wanted to connect with you and see um, if, you, if you guys give him any tips of how he can bring what you guys are doing here to Temple University as well. That's one of the questions. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Um, you know, I mean, especially today, congratulations to the NCAA actually ruling on the um, NLI. Uh, you right. know, they're saying, yeah, that you guys can actually get benefits now. That's awesome. That's right. huge. Um, <laughs> I, I, I know you're graduated. Year. This means nothing. Today, but great. Those athletes that are like, uh, I think there's some colleges that it won't come in until 2023 for them. So they're like, yeah, thank you. This is great, but I'm going to be graduated by then. So, <laughs> um, but no, I mean, that's awesome. So I can say, um, you know, a little bit on my background. Like I said, I'm a student athlete from Rutgers, um, former, but uh, I actually started a talent agency for um, influencers and athletes. So we do a lot of things with production, whether it be, um, you know, this previous week, um, we're flying out to Beverly Hills to work with Facebook. We're filming a TV show. Um, you know, we've worked with doc documentary crews and things like that. So along the production line, um, it's such an invaluable skill, you know, being able to actually have the talent to come out and film everything. You know, we're always mm -hmm. asking for like wardrobe, makeup, things like that. Um, and it's so much liaison, like so much traveling and back and forth. So I know on our side, like this show is very young, um, but it's definitely something that we're obviously trying to grow and having a production team down the road or even like as some help um, to answer questions and things like that as we get moving, that'll be incredibly helpful um and you know a lot of the show is about mentorship and a lot of the show is about like making the connections um so even at least from my side um i know that i could definitely use some help with my influencers you know we're back and forth from california we've got events in texas um we're all over the place and we're always looking for teams to be our local team to help out so we can definitely all connect okay thank you mm -hmm. i have another question um what can we do to to stand out what can we do to to show people like, look, we're really trying to make a difference um, and with with a lot of with a lot of moving parts. Like, what could we do to just to be unique and just to um, pull ourselves from the pack? I have a couple of things that come to mind on that. Number one, and this is please forgive me because we didn't do too much research. So I may have missed this and you may already be doing this. But I'm just thinking what you're doing is so unique in and of itself that I think you could benefit, you and the rest of the team could benefit from just documenting more. 
So you talked about all the things that you have in house with, you know, mm-hmm. the interns and the and the podcast studio and the production. Mm-hmm. I mean, utilize some of those people and start, you know, filming the inside of of what these different rooms look like and getting more okay. footage that you can share to really bring more attention to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I want to piggyback mm-hmm. off that too. Um, you know, like I'm involved in like a little bit in the industry. So I would say, you know, two parts. Um, a lot of it is your marketing. And there's two parts of the marketing that are really good for you guys. Um, number one, you know, exponential companies, ones that are purposeful are going to be growing the most um, when you talk about like financially and also just growth wise in general in the future. Um, Gen mm-hmm. Zers are really big about like purposeful driven companies. So this company is incredibly purposeful driven. So I would say number one, um, you you know, we took a look at your website. It looks great. I think that just like Taj said, you can take a lot of the videos that um, you have and you collect and you B-roll of you guys actually doing things, being out in the community and helping, like that should be all over your website. And then on top of that, um, you know, we have social media and social media is such a powerful tool. You know, like in my side of the industry, I see all these huge companies taking all of their commercial dollars and putting them into influencers, like crazy amounts of money. Um, And it's because Mm -hmm. people want to buy from people they know and they trust. And, you know, what better company to buy from than one who's in your community and actually working for you and with you. Um, So I think that you guys could spend some time repurposing all the content that you're taking right now and putting it into your marketing, um, putting it into your social media, utilize hashtags, utilize like any sort of marketing plan on social media. Um, You guys have a few pictures but regardless of that like get the word out um and make Mm. sure you guys are actually like posting using a cadence and doing that sort of thing um because marketing really is like who you reach and how quickly and how many people you reach and i think that you know that'll help you guys as you grow and you continue to try to like you said like go out to temple or um expand out of the dc area like getting your name recognized and brand recognition is one of the key parts in personal branding and just company branding too okay Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and uh, I would add to that. I think it all ties in, uh, and and those are great feedback, um, Taj and Rachel. Uh, so I I think right in the process of doing that, you, you could easily include your mission in there, right, and make sure that people know what you're doing this for and the type of impact that 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 you want to create, and uh, and along the way, the the top the type of impact that you're actually creating right now. So, for example, when you talk about how, uh, when you talk about the experience of, of how difficult it may be or out of reach for some people to have to travel to other places just to get some of the same opportunities that you're looking, that, that you're now creating that, that you're not creating in their backyard, right? That could be, it's a huge difference for someone that could have it, that could be, you know, um, the catalyst that ends up you know, being impactful for a community or for or for that artist who otherwise wouldn't have been able to be exposed to such opportunities because they they weren't going to travel right, right to those places. So, so I think you know, having talking about that mission and what it means to you and what it could mean for other people uh, front and center. Sometimes that could be you know that already kind of at that hump in there for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and I'm. Go ahead, Rachel. Oh, I was gonna say, you know, I'm one of those people that like I don't like to just like talk about like big picture stuff. I really like to talk about like the nitty gritty more so and just like how exactly like we can help you, like give you like a specific name or like a specific example. So I'm kind of curious 
exactly what are you guys doing for marketing, even like word of mouth in the DC area? Cause it sounds like you guys have the studio, you have office space. So it sounds like you have a good presence in DC. Like what is your marketing plan? And then maybe we can talk a little bit about like how to expand it from there, how to add a couple of things that us three have done in the past and really know how, um, you know, how you could implement it and how it might work. Right now, our marketing plan is going through the schools, so colleges, um, as well as high schools. So we've been um, speaking with a lot of uh, schools and just um, trying to make our ways within the schools just to tell them that, listen, if you have anybody within the schools that are interested in music production or artists or our painters or um, our fashion designers, anything in that aspect, uh, they can utilize us and we can um, help them boost their career. So right now it's been the schools, it's been um, influential people like Bob Johnson. Um, it's been, um, I would say uh, like um, local, um, I don't know what, what's the term for it, but. Kind of like local celebrities, like, the, like those people that everyone knows. Yeah, local celebrities, <laughs> as, well as, as well as people that can um, like, people that work for like the state and like people in local government as well, because if okay. we want to do like a community fundraiser or, or mm. community, um, have like a, like, like a event in a community area, we have to kind of, um, know the ins and outs of what we can and cannot do, especially during Corona. We definitely had to form those relationships and be, and be cool because, we didn't want to step outside our boundaries. We want every every step we wanted to take. When we wanted it to be the correct step, mm -hmm. so I feel like um, right now the just utilizing the schools and everything in that aspect has has done us well. But it could always improve. Mm -hmm. But like you guys have said, we do need to market um, more and just show people what we have. What we've been doing right now is just collecting everything and just being like, all right. We've been sitting on it just because we've all been busy. I've been mm -hmm. at school. He's yeah. been doing what we had to do. So now I, I I tell him that all the time. Like it's time to just put things out. So I I do agree on that. It's, it's definitely time to just go full throttle and just start showing people what we have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys been doing like everything under the ground, like planting all your roots. But now you've got all this camera work. Like yeah. you've got all the B roll. Now you just got to break through the service and actually like spread what you're doing spread the message and just right because <laughs> we have so much footage we have mm. so much footage pictures we just haven't put it out there yet <laughs> yeah exactly and no one's gonna know what you're doing and how good of a thing you're doing until you put it out there too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's just such an opportunity for uh especially other student athletes to uh explore you know their their side interests Right. right. Uh, it, it may. I mean, I saw this uh, uh, the, the, this thing from Microsoft. I think uh, there's they, they have a partnership with the NFL and one of the uh, one of their sessions, I think it was um, uh, the wide receiver for the um, for the uh, Cardinals. Um, <laughs> just kind of talk about his his interest. Right. Fitzgerald uh, of photography and turning that into into a passion and turning that into uh, it, Right. So. I think just talking more about that, it, it, especially if you if you're already part of that community, uh, that could be a great way to immediately have uh, have that connection, and, uh -huh. uh, and and you know grow grow more on that affinity, right? Uh, there's uh, do you do you have uh, I wasn't sure 
Uh, do you have any private groups uh, that are looking into those uh, those niches? Maybe like us, like Facebook groups or anything like that that could maybe talk about the side interest a little more. I'm not sure what you're asking. Mm -hmm. Like. So I guess, are you part of, you know, like we have um, socialaim.co, you know, like what mm -hmm. we're speaking on right now, more equity for athletes, it's during our social capital week and mm -hmm. socialaim.co is really about, you know, helping young founders and entrepreneurs grow. And so we're kind of trying to figure out, you know, you reflect the people that are around you, you know, like I'm sure that you were friends, with a lot of dudes that were on the team that like really want to be entrepreneurs. Like we really uh, want to be growing. So like, do you have any communities around you besides your families that are really like helping you grow and maybe even like outside of your normal, like network group that maybe they know a little bit about business or maybe they know a little bit about marketing and you guys can kind of help each other. Oh yeah. Yes, we do. We, um, we, like I said, we have like partners, uh, what is it called? It's called it's so many. I have to give you the. I'm gonna have to like print out y'all's sheet. <laughs> so I can like name all the names out. But we we definitely have like other people to advocate for us mm -hmm. and um spread everything like spread what we're trying to do as well as spread what they're trying to do. So I would say yes. No, that's awesome. awesome. I was gonna say too. Um, you know, obviously the show is about helping student athletes become founders and helping student athletes like flush out the ideas and rather your idea is way flushed out and you're already like way down the road from where we were uh, bringing on a lot of people. But, um, you know, for anyone that watches this afterwards or for anyone that comes on the show, we're always going to ask them too, like, how has it been? And I think Taj touched on this a little bit before, mm -hmm. but can you elaborate on what it was like to be a student athlete and have this like full-time side hustle? You know, the thing that you're really passionate about that you want to turn that side hustle into your full-time. Oh, it was hard. It, it was definitely <laughs> a struggle. I wouldn't say it was a struggle because... Yeah, you guys are FCS. That's legit. Like, yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. it, it definitely was a struggle. One, um, time management, but two, it was a struggle because um, it's just just picking and choosing what you have to to put your your focus on. Because once you're being a student athlete and you also want to like this is your side hustle, you don't want to waste any time. And so the one thing that it was a struggle with is not wasting any time. Like we didn't want to have any waste of movement because we knew, and then uh, we didn't want to um, waste our resources because you don't really, we, we student athletes. So there's not a lot of resources. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get wasting. like, you're like stipend checking. You're like, yeah, right. I'm for yeah. So you can't really, <laughs> you can't really waste any um, resources. So it, it definitely was, it was difficult. It was a struggle, but it wasn't, it's been, We've been working on this for a long time, so it's kind of like all paying together now. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I would say that, but it's definitely been a grind. I, a lot of long nights. <laughs> yeah. A lot of long nights. <laughs> yeah, for sure. How would you say it, like, what was it, do you think, was it your passion? Was it like your purpose? What was it that you think, you know, that you could tell other student athletes too, who have a side hustle, who have an idea that they're kind of afraid to act on because they think they don't have enough time? You know, what would that uh, advice be? Achieving little goals. That's what kept us going. Once we um, start um, getting facilities, it was like, okay, we, we could do something with this. You know, once we mm -hmm. 
uh, got the logo. All right, bet. Once we got the idea, once we start forming connections, so just achieving the little goals kind of gave us hope. You know, kind of gave us like just keep going. You never know where this could take us. So I think that that's pretty much what kept us going. Just achieving the little goals and meeting different people. Like you never know who you could meet that might hear your idea and is like, you know what? I kind of wanted to do this too. So I'm gonna pitch in. Like that's definitely what kept us going. I mean, those are some wise words for someone who just graduated. So you guys are definitely going right. to do well. <laughs> I, I'm trying to, it's been, a, I'm trying to tell you, it's been a lot of long nights. <laughs> you're like, I, I always say I'm 25 going on 35. And you're like, no, man, I'm like 22 going like 32. <laughs> it's, it's been, it's really been a lot of long nights. Like it's been a couple of nights when it was just me and my brother that just believed in our, ourselves, you know, like it was just us that just bought into it. So it's, mm-hmm. it's. <laughs> we've we've come from nothing to to this and we just trying to keep building upon it yeah and it really is like i mean like manny and taj like all of us you know we're business owners like we can say it really is like those moments that you really push through everything that are crazy that like you look back on and you reflect how amazing it's been and don't even forget to take those days where like you actually sit down and appreciate like everything you've done, you know, because as entrepreneurs, we're always trying to go to the next thing, you know, with social mm-hmm. capital week, we've been like working on this 24 seven building all the time, or we're not even like reflecting on the fact that like we have a team and we've been able to do so many things and reach so many people. Um, so make sure that you, you know, sit down and with your brother, with your new graduated um cousin just sit down and like appreciate the work that you guys have done the passion that you have and even the community that you've been able to serve so far definitely yeah we definitely need to do that because it, <laughs> it 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 is <laughs> we be grinding 24 yeah. 7 we, we hungry i'm not gonna lie we definitely hungry like we want to just see how far this could take us and just and because we're student athletes you know we're not complacent mm-hmm. like we don't really like we'll <laughs> We'll we'll achieve something and then we'll celebrate for like two hours and then start talking about all right what what can we do next because mm-hmm. we're trying to get to the next step so that's one thing we need sometimes yeah. we do need to just sit back relax and celebrate for a little bit but mm-hmm. we're we're hungry you guys like, like football really like you got the game on Saturday but Sunday yeah. morning you still got that walk right. through <laughs> right right through we play the game Saturday we watch a film on the next mm-hmm. opponent you got walk through Sunday you still about yeah. to work <laughs> that's how we approach it so. It's full throttle. I think that's healthy, man. I think that's healthy, man. Two hours is a solid amount of time to be able to celebrate <laughs> and then get back, right, right back right, on it. Because so. there's always somebody out. There's always somebody that we're trying to. There's always somebody that that we're looking up to that has mm-hmm. what we have that we're trying to get to, and there's always somebody below us trying to take what we have. Mm-hmm. That's just the competitive mm-hmm. mindset that we have, you know. So, yes, sir. So we just <laughs> it's a full uh, throttle. It's, it's, <laughs> It's definitely important to to celebrate those small wins because they keep you going. Um, I like I like that comparison, man. Putting that side to side because I think uh, you know I think Taj even talked talked a lot about that why why a lot of athletes can uh, make great entrepreneurs. Uh, are there are there any 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 skill or uh, things that you've learned from being an athlete that you feel like you know uh, is going to propel you from um, uh, and help you go even further than where you are now? Oh, absolutely. One thing is everything is not going to go your way, you know. You could be an athlete. You could be at the top of your game. You could be preparing for a season, and you can get hurt the first game. Mm-hmm. How are you going to react after that, you know? So people, all the younger guys looking up to you, or even some of the older guys, or even 
you never know who's going to be watching you. They're going to watch to see, all right, what are you going to do after that trauma happens? Or even after a success, you know, you might win a championship. In, in sports, okay, you won a championship, but <laughs> the next day is like, what are you going to do next year? Because nobody's going to care about, oh, you won the championship last year. That's last year. How are you going to present yourself this year? So I feel like just being able to erase, okay, what we've done in the past and today's a new day. What are you going to do today? You know, like after after today and tomorrow, I can't think about what I've done today. I have to build upon it. So I feel like that's the one thing as an athlete that I um, definitely have learned from is just keep continue building, continue stacking your coins and, and continue putting um, it's brick by brick. Anything might happen. You might you have to stay on your pivot. You have to make adjustments uh, with a business. You know, you might you might get a property. Something might happen into the property or um, the order might not come in when you want it. You, you can't pout. You can't throw temper tantrums. You just have to stay on your pivot, keep making adjustments, um, keep everything in the positive, and just go from there. So sports definitely uh, has given me a, yeah, <laughs> a lot said, of stay tools. on the pivot. <laughs> yeah, you have to stay <laughs> on the pivot because you, you can't – anything can happen in sports. Y- y- y'all know anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The game is not going to always you – can, you can have a prep – you could be like, all right, this, this is what we're going to do in the game. We're going to lock this person down. We're going to stop them <laughs> from doing this. We're going to be able to do this. You're going to go in a game, and you probably have to make a total, like a whole nother game plan um, in the game, you know? So you never know what you have to do. Like, you have to be prepared on all aspects, not to only be prepared in your preparation, but you have to be prepared to make adjustments on the fly. Like, you have to be prepared to to think under pressure and to – you know, just yeah, that's pretty much it. You just got to stay on your pivot. That's that's why I tell my brother to stay. We got to stay on your pivot. <laughs> Bars, yeah, man. You are wise beyond your years, Justin. That's mm-hmm. for sure, man. You got a great mindset going into this. You know, because this is gonna be a a marathon. You know, not a sprint, and you know that. And uh, I think you're well equipped. <laughs> Oh, I see the course, Nipsey hustle man. behind you. Yeah, I know you're you're well equipped for that for that marathon, man. I did have a couple of things, um, questions, but then also some suggestions to throw out some of the things we covered earlier. So when you said that you're reaching out to schools, are you are you targeting well, okay? This is another two-part question. I'm full of two-part questions. <laughs> Who are you targeting? Like any specific roles, life skills coordinators, athletic directors, and then what is your like method of outreach? Mm-hmm. Right now, like with the schools in the DMV area, since we're athletes, we're kind of like utilizing that. Since we're athletes, so we'll talk to the coaches or the AD to see if we could talk to the president of the school, you know. So we kind of like going through that route um, as well as, you know, we might just um, go to the school and try to set up a meeting and just come correct and just, you know, just display what we have and just see if they buy in. So. We kind of do it in multiple ways. I, I feel like just because we're at home, we could do it so many different type of ways because we, we kind of form different connections with different people throughout the community already growing up there. So I, that's pretty much how we've been doing it. That's great. That's, that's awesome, man. And I think that as you continue to expand and you're looking to set up shop in different cities, something that might, or different cities and different schools, Something that might be beneficial is uh, 
looking for life skills coordinators, man. If you think mm-hmm. about Izzy, like think about Izzy's role at Stony Brook and how much he actually cares. You know, the mm-hmm. fact that he even thought of you to connect us. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Life skills coordinators, man, I've, I've found that those are some of the people who care the most and are willing to help you get a foot in the door, especially if you're trying to accomplish something like you're trying to accomplish something purpose driven. Oh, this man's at work right now. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. No, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting this charge. I don't want my phone to die on y'all. Oh, yeah, man. No worries. No he worries. said it's a marathon. <laughs> it's a marathon. While you're getting your charger, man, that, that's just something I would recommend uh, for you and your brother to do more outreach to life skills coordinators, director of life skills. Um, and then a great way to go about doing that, too, man, is LinkedIn. I mean, because think about it, you right. can type into the search bar, life skills coordinator, director of life right. skills, and just see who pops up and already have your message crafted to just reach out to those people or try to get on a phone call, explain what you do. And then from there, you, you're off to the races. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely a big thing. Um, I'm probably going to uh, fine tune that today. I've been working on my LinkedIn account. Mm. Yeah, that's that's definitely been on one of my on my uh, agenda. So I'm going to get that done. Yeah, for sure. And even like to piggyback off the life skills coordinator, like player development, player engagement, um, you know, it's always something like try to find like career services or something like in there in the description, because, um, you know, even between player development, in the NBA and player engagement in the NFL, they just call them different things. Um, mm-hmm. but, you know, you're always looking for that person who's trying to actually help student athletes off the field. Um, and even okay. more so, one thing you can do and I would suggest is getting like a spreadsheet and really kind of like listing out you can do it by schools, you can buy, do it by contact information, but like make a sheet of like who you're reaching out to um, and like what position they are, their contact information. You always have it. You can always kind of like check them off the list. Um, And also too, like when you go, instead of just LinkedIn on top of it, you know, you can go to each school's website and just like um, Taj was saying, like type in like life skills coordinator or type in like career services, whatever. And if their name pops up, their email pops up. If their email Mm -hmm. doesn't pop up, it's the same format for all colleges. If it's like R Mang Brown or like R Brown, like you can copy that and just fill in the last half with like an email address you find. Um, you know, it's not great because then you're like flooding emails, but like it's definitely one way. Um, because you know, we're entrepreneurs, we're all about like grassroots marketing. Or <laughs> just like send me your highlight tape out the coaches. Exactly. <laughs> That's it, man. Yeah. Exactly. Same this is a puddle, like right. I'm like, get that <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it, man. Mm-hmm. And I had another another two-part question for you, you know. Um, with the podcast, I know you said you had a podcast studio in DC. Did you say I might have missed it? Did you say you actually have people who are doing podcasts out of that studio already? So yeah, so so in the one big studio, we have the podcast, we have a regular um like regular studio for artists to come in. And we have like a, uh, we have an office space, fashion designers, like a fashion design space that where people can make clothes and all that. We have that space, and then it's it's kind of it's it, it's kind of creative because like the building we like we can move the walls so we can make mm-hmm. like one part of the space bigger if we want it. So mm-hmm. yeah, but what um yeah we have a couple of uh, people that do podcasts mm-hmm. out of the studio. So they just record in the studio and then they just edit it right there in the back. So, Okay. Because one thing I was that came to mind when you mentioned the podcast uh, uh, side of things is, number one, are the people who are recording and launching podcasts out of your studio mentioning 
your organization at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying they have to, you know, <laughs> necessarily run <laughs> ads, but maybe just casually mention nah, it to them. Yeah, or maybe you and your brother have something pre-recorded. You know, this podcast is brought to you by, uh, you mm-hmm. know, and just having that kind of embedded in their podcast since you're technically sponsoring it and allowing them to do what they do. Yeah, that's um, what we've been working on now. We, uh, we've got a couple of um, voiceovers to kind of like, mm-hmm. this is be creative, you know? So that that's what we, we, we kind of been editing that and just trying to get everything fine-tuned on that aspect. Awesome, okay, you're ahead of the game. And then the other part of it, I was gonna ask, is there a, like a be creative podcast? Not yet. That's that's what that's coming. That's coming soon. Yeah, man. You might want to get on that because that I have a couple of thoughts on that. Number one, of course, it's great for you and your brother and all the people who are around or just involved in the movement to jump on mm-hmm. your podcast. But also, if you guys go on other people's podcasts, I've seen this do. This works magic for me, man. Anytime I go on someone else's podcast and they're interviewing me, I post it on my own podcast. Okay. So just keep that in mind. Like your podcast is not just for you and your brother or you for, for you to interview people. Anytime you go on someone else's podcast, even if it's people who are using your studio, you mm-hmm. want to post that on your podcast as well because it gives your audience a chance to hear you being interviewed. You see what okay. I'm saying? If someone's like interviewing you- marketing, so to say. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If someone's interviewing you about, you know, be creative, you don't want mm-hmm. it to just be on their podcast. You want to ask them for a copy of that so you can put it on your podcast as well. So the Be Creative okay. podcast listeners can hear you and your brother or whoever being interviewed. Just, yeah, double marketing. Exactly. That's the perfect phrase. Okay. Yeah. Um. Because me and my brother, we was talking on the phone the other day, and we have some equipment that we're going to bring back because um, we're going to uh, California in a couple of weeks. We have, a, we have some of our equipment over there that we're going to bring back to our studio so we can start the um, podcast. But we're, I'm, I'm going um, to write that down so we make sure we do that. So if we go on other people, yeah, I'm going to write that down. Yeah, keep me posted, man. And then reach out to me, too, because I'll interview you and your brother on my okay. podcast. And then you can, I'll send you the files, and you can post it on your podcast as well. Perfect, perfect. Okay, for sure. Actually, the whole show is about, like, networking right, yeah. that, you know? Right. And uh, mm-hmm. I was going to say, even more so, yeah, like, I'm in California. Well, not right now, but I'm based um, back and forth with California. Um, you know, obviously, we have our production team out there. And even more so, um, you know, I work with influencers and athletes, so we can always be a great resource, connect you, marketing, things like that. Perfect. I, listen, I don't mind if I, if I can get everybody's <laughs> contact information on this call. Mm-hmm. So Even more so, too, I know, um, you know, mm-hmm. we have some people who may want to ask questions. Mm-hmm. I know Amber, she had to go, but um, she did want to let you know that her piece of advice is to be a walking ad for your business, um, kind of okay. touching on what we were talking before. Um, and even though, you know, you never know who might be able to make um, introductions, help, invest, volunteer. So she just wanted to say good luck to you and big props. Tell us that. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, the, these can go a long way, and uh, you know, the the we're so we'll we'll be happy to learn a little bit more about what you're doing, and you know, feature you on our blog. On our blog, we have the Social Times, where we uh, you know feature founders who are doing amazing things, so, so that way the community can continue uh, to collaborate with each other and see what they're doing. Um, I think uh, you know to add on what uh, Todd was just talking about. I, because uh, we talk about documenting, right? And, and I think all of the uh, people in, in the, in the uh, companies that are creating within your space, you know, maybe that's your opportunity to, to help them document what they're doing 
and, and sharing that, you know, obviously you're the one documenting it. I think it's, it's, it's that opportunity, right, to continue to grow exponentially and, and, and your community will essentially spread the word for you. Right. Yeah. Any more uh, questions, Justin? Oh, sorry, Emmanuel. Sorry. No, no. I mean, I mean the, the only thing I was going to add is, since you are launching your podcast, these 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 are probably going to be your first couple of guests, right? Yeah. Featuring the people that are creating within your space, because that's right. why you built that space. So, uh, but I think you probably had that on the wraps uh, to do anyway, man. So, command to you again. Keep doing this, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. I know you're at work right now, but uh, <laughs> did you have any more questions? Any, anything else for us? Um, oh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, what? Um, okay. So, what adjustments um, have y'all had to make with any business that you um, that you've started or were part of? What adjustments have you had to make going again to to now? Man, where did um, anybody else want to take that one first? I got it. that's a loaded question. Um, I mean, oh no, you go, Manny. Hey, go ahead. <laughs> no, you can go, Manny. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, we've had to make a lot of adjustments, you know. And, and as you as you spoke about earlier, a lot of times you won't know uh, what the air is like up there until you take off, right? And and then and then you'll have to start making adjustments on the fly. For example, mm -hmm. I mean. Uh, I know our business model was completely different prior to the pandemic, uh, and then and then the pandemic happened. You know, we kind of got punched in the mouth, uh, mm -hmm. and so we we had to change a lot of the things that we wanted to do. For example, right, and 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 seeing ourselves as just being a tech company and then doing uh, things online wasn't something that wasn't how we originally planned to uh, launch this concept. This this was you know so you know, a, a lot of these were adjustments that we had to make and e either on our product offering, either our business model, uh, you know, which was to a certain extent, we're still figuring out, but, but knowing that we just had to get out there first and then, and, and then seeing what some of the, these adjustments look like, right? That include, that include going from uh, doing activities in person to finding ways to doing it strictly online because of the environment and the circumstances that were that uh, that were happening, and and that even gave us more uh, more opportunity to see how we can further grow and scale the company. So, um, so yeah, I don't know if that answered your question a little bit or give you a little bit more insight. I definitely did. Definitely did. Yeah, Rachel, I'll say. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll be hot. I'll be humble, open and transparent about this one. Uh, I had to, so I, I recently brought on staff and employees and I've kind of been like a one person show for so long. Um, I think for me, I really had to like kind of change how I worked. Um, I've been working by myself for so long. And once we brought on staff and employees and like I have um, co-founders with me, I really had to learn like how to not only work with people, but I'm always someone that has all the ideas and keeps them like in my head. Um, I had to learn how to actually translate that onto paper and like communicate it to other people so they could see my vision and they could understand like what I wanted to do with the company or what our next steps were. Um, and even like learning how to be a better leader and how to lead my teams and lead my interns 
positions. Um, that's something that I, you know, I had, I've done recruiting before I've been like a captain of a team, but it's really different in business when there's money involved, you know, when there's like egos involved. And I think that for me, that was something that I had to learn was how to not only work with people, but also get people to kind of like rally around you and be a leader and be able to lead them. Mm. Yeah, my it's funny because my lessons are actually very similar to Rachel's in a sense that when I like I knew nothing about business, not that I have it all figured out today by any means. But when I first decided I was going to leave my corporate job and then go into entrepreneurship, I was trying to do everything by myself, which if you think about it, doesn't make a lot of sense because we're all athletes. We come from that team environment and we're used to having people that we run with. And here I was thinking, you know, I was the sales team and the marketing team and I was doing the coaching and doing the podcast. <laughs> and I found myself burned out and unable to scale. So incorporating that team, which you're already doing, Justin, you already have your brother and people around you, but just continue to, like Rachel was saying, continue to lean into that. Like you need other people around you on the same mission because it just makes your job a lot easier, especially if you can um, also, like Rachel was saying, step into your leadership and really learn how to, you know, not, not boss people around, but lead them and tell them what you need done and why that's important for the mission. Uh, another thing too, man, and you're already doing it, just the fact that you asked the question, like you asked us, what are some of our lessons? Just continuing to learn from people, man. I know you say you're looking up uh, for people who are where you want to be. Um, I would say not only look at those people, but develop relationships with those people and see if you could, um, I call it, I have this thing I say called drafting mentors, like literally pulling people into your life who are where you want to be and getting in direct communication with them so they can help pull you up and asking them like, you know, I get, I have a lot of mentors now that I've drafted into my life and I ask so many questions. I'm probably on their nerves, but I don't mind. And so they tell me to stop. I'm going to keep asking questions and keep reaching out. So that's the advice that I would share, man. man that's vital, man. That's vital. And then, you know, so vital to pick it back on it again, especially with, with what you two talked about and, and growing to that person. And these are some of the adjustments and, 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 and especially me, I've, I've gone through that, right? Uh, this is SoulShame.co is my fifth venture, but all of my prior ventures have been solo solo ventures, right? Being a solo solopreneur and and just heads down and knowing that I got this, I can just do everything uh, on my own. But when it comes to having to grow an organization and having to work with other people and, and, and you'll need people to rally around you and also understand your vision as fluid as you understand it it's a whole different type of adjustment that you you then have to make, right? Figure out how, what's the best way to, to do that since everybody's different and may speak different languages, even though we're all speaking English, but people can sometimes speak totally different language, right? Uh, based on just understanding that and seeing how to get everyone to work together. That That isn't a one shoot fit all or one strategy fit everybody. It's just something that, you know, it's an adjustment that's probably going to come on the job and you got to, you know, figure out how to best make it work for you. I think another thing too that comes to mind is, and I know I don't have to tell you to stay consistent, Justin, but what I mean is like being consistent with what you're putting out and finding different ways. Like I'm not the, if you go on Rachel's or Emmanuel's social media, like they're killing it. I'm not very good with social media, but I lean into the things that I am good at. So like my podcast has gotten a lot of traction over the past couple of years. So I lean into that and I put out two episodes a week and I don't stray away from that. So I'm consistent with the podcast because that brings more opportunities to me. Um, you know, or when I say finding different ways, like I wrote a book recently. So um, me writing the book was 
a different avenue that I could have an impact on people. And it forced me to get out of my comfort zone. So like when I think about you, how we were talking about putting out that B-roll footage, you know, of, of the studio, like once you start doing that, you got to stay consistent with that and find unique and innovative ways. Like once you do the podcast, you don't want to be one of those people who puts out three episodes and then never puts out an episode again. Once you start the podcast, you want to stay consistent until you're in like, you know, hundreds of episodes, episode 100, 200. Like you got to be thinking like that. You're not starting it just to do it. Like if we're going to start this podcast, we got to make sure we at least get to episode 100. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, that's, that's just some other things that come to mind. Yeah. Also, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, and, and I know we, we've had some people join us, you know, as we're wrapping up, if you have any, uh, any, any questions for Justin or you'd like to maybe chime in, uh, maybe introduce yourself or drop some feedback, we'd uh, definitely, definitely welcome to uh, do so. And, uh, you know, thank you for being part of the conversation today. Yeah, we might need to get this man, let this man, Justin, go back to work if there's no yeah. other questions. Or anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Just <laughs> Are you training people right now, man? You got people waiting on you to train or what? I, What's going on? I, I just I just got finished uh, training a couple of teams. I got one more in like probably 20 minutes. <laughs> got you. The hustle is real. The hustle yeah. is real. Straight up, man. So you got some mentorship on your lunch break. That's all. That's all. Do, <laughs> nah, yeah, always, always. Can't waste any time. That's it, man. Uh, you know, we'll all be in touch and everything too. So it's not, it's not the last time you'll be in communication with us for sure. Um, but yeah, man, this is, I don't know if we're closing out. I'm just giving my parting words to Justin. <laughs> Justin, man, this has been, it's exciting to, um, to hear what you're up to, man. Like, like we've all said, just thinking about where you're going is even more exciting. So I'm, I'm just like thrilled to watch this journey unfold and, you know, be involved in it as much as possible as well, too. So keep doing your thing, man, and keep running the marathon. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, same. I mean, you know, we're all former student athletes and we're all, you know, into our entrepreneurship careers. Some of us like further along, I think I'm the young one. Um, but, you know, it's awesome to see that there's so many more people who are jumping into entrepreneurship and we're so happy to be able to actually share the lessons that we've learned the hard way. Um, so maybe that you can learn them a little bit easier and quicker than we did. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. And, and, and keep, Keep, keep moving forward with that vision. And I think, uh, you know, having, having the type of vision from the, from the very get-go, right, for you to, to have started to build all uh, the different type of relationships, I think very important. And, 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 and that's going to work wonders for you in the long run. And then you took advantage of your social capital, your immediate network that were available to you right away, right? Working with your brother, uh, working with your cousin, who's a photographer, understanding the, the skills of the people that are within reach uh, around you and then using that. I think those are, those are keys for you. A lot of times we undervalue that and then, and then we end up wasting time looking everywhere else and not seeing exactly what's in front of us and how we can leverage that. I think, uh, so kudos to you for doing that continue to maximize those relationships as you're creating new ones, right? You've created some here. Uh, so keep, uh, keep taking that with you, man. That, um, that bag is going to take you a lot of places. So uh, keep working that. Thank you. I just want to uh, say thank you all for taking your time out to just um, speak with me today. I'm just here. Hear what I had to say. Definitely needed y'all feedback. <laughs>
We'll go right back to the drawing table and get to work. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man. It's been a pleasure. Keep doing your thing, man. We'll be in touch. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, everybody have a wonderful day. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. Take care, man. Bye. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for joining us today.